Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 132. DJ Moore, keep your helmet on. PJ was robbed. Bill's on a train, Niners on a train. You can almost smell it. Maybe only Tom is in the way. And Huck Daddy brings the Bills a big W and gets home safe. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah, welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 132, we think. Uh, wherever you're listening all over the world, ni hao, previat, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, probably some other ones, and Bonagum, which is Weird Mike teaching you Sri Lankan 30 seconds into the show. If you're new to this football gambling show, well, you got good friends, they told you good advice. All right, we hit our props hard. We've been over 50% the entire length of this show, which is in its sixth season. How many other podcasts can say that? All right. Led by two amateur comedians. who used to play third line Mount Carmel hockey together on the way to a championship. Sorry for all you Mississauga listeners. Not uh, a Carmel Crusader because you probably fucking hated that. Also, yes, Mike, I did move up from the third line, but it was fun down there with you. And Mr. Oliveira had to get up to super line and deal with some shit. We got Huck Daddy and 32 priests returning from Buffalo safely. Uh, we're pretty sure they got on TV. Huck disputes that. How many priests could possibly be there in a group of 32 watching the Bills kick the Packers' ass, but not by 11 points? Always listen to your old man, Hugh. That was too many against old man Aaron. A lot of other stuff to talk about. The Lions don't seem to be kneecap eaters. The Dolphins just got better and squeaked out that spread win. Uh, the Vikings, one lost team. Could be have four lost te- could be a four lost team. Are they real? Who knows? Mike's thought so before the season. A lot of stuff to talk about. Jaguars lose to the Broncos, but who would you rather be right now? A fan or a member of each team? I'd rather be a Jaguar. Future's bright. All right. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. DJ Moore, keep your helmet on. PJ Walker with the play of the year. 68 yards in the air, something to win the game on the last play. Takes his helmet off to celebrate, pushes the extra point back, and the rest is history. In the game, probably nobody watched. The rest is not history, Jeff. Lives were changed. Lives were changed. You're right. Lives were changed. When grown men do shit, there are repercussions, good and bad. It's got such a negative connotation, that word. Repercussion works both ways. And Eddie Panero of Bears missed kick fame. Let me tell you something about PJ Walker. He is T-Mobile Tyrod Taylor. Okay. It's just, it's just not meant to be for PJ. Okay. He's got a better arm. That was a beautiful throw. <clears throat> that was the forget the throw, man. This guy's every every series, he's doing something to prove to his teammates that he's gonna win. A lot of stars don't even do that. So anyway, the kick called it well before. I'm like, this guy's gonna miss the field goal in overtime. He shook and he you watch his mark like Ralph Wiggum watching his heart break from Lisa. Valentine in slow motion. You can see him being cut in his mind, pushing the 33 yard, the original distance of the PAT that was missed due to DJ Moore. Anyway, keep your helmet on, man. Come on. Shannon Sharp lost it on him. Make the kick. Shannon lost it on him. Yeah. No, no, make the kick, bro. It's not on DJ. Also, he got, a sec- he got a second chance in overtime. If you thought we were going to open this show with a little Carolina Panthers, well, fuck me, all right? You should play the lottery. Uh, yeah, anyway, Halloween games, always some weird shit going on. 
Uh, Peyton and Eli wore their costumes for about half a quarter. And then they're like, all right, yeah. let's get back to the half zips here. <laughs> the That was easy money, man. Like, I think Halloween was born in the dog pound. Like, if you look up in the annals of, of Halloween lore, like, sports and Halloween intersect at section 113 in the dog pound at First Energy Stadium. That was a gift. When that guy missed the kick, another missed kick, big kicking week. Yep. When the Bengals kicker missed the kick after the pick at the end of the half to make it 8-3. Crushed me. Little mojo. It was, it was a whitewash from there. Home dogs bark loud, especially on Monday night. I know. My God. There was pumpkin heads every week. Not just Halloween. Every week. I had a couple of same game parlays, just needed the Bengals. Like I was calling the stats of the game pretty well. Cooper over Akeem Hunt's receiving yards and rushing yards. Anyway, but same uh, prop of the day hit. We're now 13 and five. Thanks for following along. Shout out uh, Hiller out in BC and a couple of the other boys who follow along with the prop of the day. If you're going to spend four units, throw two or one and a half on your favorite prop. If you like props like me, because rather than picking just your favorite game out of 11 or 12, you know, obviously injuries suck and they can ruin your ticket because someone's got to win the game. That's why picking sides is better, as weird Mike will argue. But uh, if I could pick from a list of 700 things, I think I can find one every time. Akeem, uh, my man Hunt did it uh, with 40, 50, over 49 and a half rushing and receiving yards on uh, on Halloween. Huck Daddy, our producer. Oh, pretty much every episode of uh, Look Who's Talking brought to you by the wonderful people down at Huck Media. And of course, getting help from Leslie upstairs with stats. Leslie, uh, we need some Super Bowl futures coming up in about 10 minutes. Anyway, Huck Daddy dressed with 31 other priests at Bill's Packers watching the Bills smoke them, but not by 11. How was it, buddy? By 10. It was great. The weather was perfect. Of course it was. It was like, yeah, couldn't really ask for much more from Sunday Night Football. So, so hold on. Did I hear Hewlett mention um, that that was not you in the picture making the rounds? The three, yeah. the picture that you sent me specifically with yes. the three guys? No, that was not part of our crew. Believe the it or not. The one that looked like you and has got the nice faded mustache for an oil. Like, that's no, not you? Like, they had, I thought they had I was. The, they had the white. Uh, oh. Nun, they had the white nun thing. And we were we just had the little priest. Caller, you so know, you, you were cross. more friar. You were more friar. They were more holy. I, I guess, yeah. I don't think they were want. more holy. They get more, you know, more priesty. And Huck and the boys were more like friar tuck. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I got a bunch time. of messages in the look who's talking. Follow us at Hughes Talking, by the way. H U S Talking. Can't spell that. Surprised you found the show and really surprised you can really kind of do life nowadays. But, you know, if you can't read, we still love you on this show. We'll send you some pictures. And I guess just listen. Uh, did, any, uh, did any priests go through tables? People were messaging me. No asking priests through they, tables. We were a little late to the tailgate, to be honest. Like, Yeah, because I told you to leave earlier. Didn't I say in the pre-show? Okay, don't look at me. This bus- is an organized bus trip. I don't set <laughs> hey, the schedule hey, here. I, I, I take my time very serious. Don't get so personal, Huck. I know it's not you. Well, but I gave you a firm warning. I, the time I you decided we to leave. One forty-five. we stopped warning. in Burlington. We didn't get there till like. Fuck, I don't even know. Like six, man. Like it was the sun was basically down by the time we got there. That was my only complaint. It could have been there for a longer tailgate, but honestly, the boys didn't need it. If if anybody knows weird Mike Angeletti, okay, knows two things, two rock solid things about him that will never change his entire life and have always always been there. If you tell him that you are doing something awesome, he has two immediate thoughts. One. (laughs) 
I want to come. How can I how can I get in there? All right. And two, two, followed immediately after by what travel logistics <laughs> and immediately dictating them whether he's coming or not. Hey, 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 easy with the D word, bro. Okay, not uh, recommending, hard recommending. <laughs> Let's go with a firm suggest. Firm suggestions. Oh, yeah, oh, you know, you, we're going to see G Unit in Buffalo. Oh my God, can I get in that car? I it's it's absolutely full. We got one extra. Hey, oh come on, good. You don't really want that Kenny kid coming. <laughs> good I'll thing I didn't wind truck. up in that car, by the way. Anyway, I'll drive. I'll take the van. Come on, okay. We'll stop. We'll 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 stop once and well and. Anyway, where my a question for you guys from somebody right. who didn't see much of the other games on Sunday. How did Malik Willis look? Woo! Very average. Very average, but careful. I think he looked careful. Yeah. Judging by the stats, they didn't really let him do much. They didn't need to. They just gave the ball to Henry. It was was a perfect week. I don't even think Tannehill was hurt. I think it was uh, load management. I think Mike Vrabel knows that this guy's only got a couple bullets left in his chamber. I watched a lot of baseball, and you hear these Smoltz talk about these pitchers, where they don't need 96 all, all game, but they got to crack back a few times. Anyway, I think it was load management. He could have put anybody and they were winning that game. We said it here. All right. Tennessee and King Henry was a lay down and load management coming into the NFL extra game. How about that? Mike, you know, sometimes when I hear conspiracy theories, I, I think to myself, this guy must have chosen all of the above on a lot of scantrons. <laughs> you know, Answer C could be, yeah, because aliens invaded. And then, like, you know, D, like all of the above. Yeah, you know, you never know. I don't think load management has anything to do with Ryan Tannehill sitting out this game. Uh, But, hey, you know, crazier things have happened. Either way, as we discussed, uh, they they didn't need him. They didn't need Millie Willis to do much. Even the backup running back on the Titans was getting, like, 10 yards a carry. Load city. Um, You mentioned uh, old man Aaron. You snuck into it. And, and I had a deep thought as I enjoyed my Sunday with the boys. I actually got together with some crew. Let's and, go. Uh, we're passing around a few big boys. And uh, I was in a headspace that I hadn't been in in about three or four years where, like, I was completely cooked with my boys ripping lines between, not, uh, not <laughs> lines of, like, funny lines, like uh, comedic lines, punch lines. If punch lines. Ripping punch go. lines. <laughs> Ripping punch lines between plays. Write that and down. And everybody, anyway. Um, <clears throat> Jesus, Murphy. I lost my train of thought. You, you, you were ripping some punch lines with the boys off of... Old man Aaron. Yeah. Rogers is Ric Flair. He is getting bitch slapped. This is Eric Flair at the end of his career when he was begging to hang around the WWE and they let every up and comer take a cheap shot at Rick. Rick didn't get any calls from the refs. He took a whole bunch of L's and he took some pies to the face and he took some disrespect to kick around. And that's what's happening to Aaron right now. And Roger Goodell is Vince McMahon. And I don't know if you, you're probably too cooked, uh, Huckster, but the Bills got every call, okay? As a guy who rage smashed after a terrible Sunday on the Sunday nighter, bought the point, Hugh, legendary, legendary point purchase. That Get your tile machine out there, Huckster. That's the headline of the show, is that I bought a point 
to save baby cats next month. All right. That's what I did. And I say buy points. A lot of handicappers say don't buy points. I like to buy the points, especially around the key numbers. Ten, seven, three. Fucking buy the point. Jesus Christ. Everybody's going to take a turn at Roger or at Aaron. Okay. That's what's happening. It's one season only. They'll regroup. The Packers didn't make any moves at the trade deadline. They were afraid to throw the ball. Did you see it, Huckster? They were afraid to throw the ball in the third quarter. I'm watching these guys down 17 like Navy. Third I also, and eight, I also couldn't believe it. But you know what was weird? I'm like, Come on. it's almost like they're, look, they're just making sure they cover the spread. That's what it seemed like. It's like, it's hey, we're, we're, we're going to waste the game to like because they, they, they were blowing more clock than the Bills. And we're going to waste the game and lose by 10. Like that was the game plan. It was weird. You know As what? a guy who had the Packers by 11 and really oh. wanted the Bills to win, it was perfect. This is how Matt LaFleur can turn his, his name as a questionable coach. If he said at that halftime at Ralph Wilson or whatever the hell they call it now, that, hey, guys, we're probably not going to win this game. But if we want to win more games, we have to implement something real, like something that we can hang our hat on. And they kind of just came out like like a practice. Like we had those scrimmages, like, you know, you got these plays that you're running and it doesn't matter what the score is. You're just trying to get better and prove to yourself that you can win the game because – they probably weren't going to win the game. Buffalo always kept them out of arms. Anyway, just some, I've been on, I've been on one today. <laughs> I can tell. Okay. Just to give you an example of the multiple choice question that we have laser in front of us here. <laughs> Why did the Packers lose to the bills? Answer a, the bills are better. <laughs> Answer B. Uh, the Packers didn't play that good. Answer C. Both a and B. Big fan answer, of that, by the way. Answer D, the Packers decided halftime, you know, we're not going to win this game. Let's just kind of take it easy. Answer E. Uh, all, they didn't take it easy. All of the above. Uh, you forgot answer F. Aaron Rodgers is Ric Flair. <laughs> speaking <laughs> On of the Rick, tail end of his career. Speaking of Ric Flair, how about having um, not, not, not a signature move, but a signature fake knockdown thing that he did for 40 years where he gets punched or kicked or slapped in the corner so hard or like just the third time of a combo and he got good because because this happens to human beings he gets punched so hard in the face that he has to take three drastic steps forward and then immediately fall on his face (laughs) Like, like just you know the wrestling was pretending to be real for a long time while doing moves like that. <laughs> Just Google it right now. YouTube it right Ooh. now, folks. Ric Flair walking himself into the ground. Um, Woo! So you covered those week nine nuggets with PJ, but uh, Dirty Birds finally got a break. They're always on the wrong end of that kick. And finally, the Dirty Birds got their heads down and uh, produced a, you know, hard work produces good luck, right? That was, old that was an impressive win. The uh, you know I can see why the Steelers just just traded for uh, the William Jackson from the Commanders because they need help in the secondary. I mean, AJ Green just made them look like high school kids. That wasn't good. What an impressive win from the Eagles! Wow. Um, so it's I, Kenny still the think, boy? I still Kenny think I still think guy. Pardon? It's Kenny the guy. For the Steelers, yeah, I, I still, I still think he's I, way too early. I, I, I like this. I still like the zip on his ball. He's mobile, mobile. 
But uh, we'll see. He hasn't played. Well, he, he hasn't had, played too good since I really claimed that he was good. So we'll see. He he's played three and a half games, and there's yep. been one good half. It was a great half, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. It included an interception, but it was. I don't think Kenny's the guy. Yeah. I think they're doing the right thing and letting him hang himself, one way or another. Either he makes it or doesn't. I like that approach rather than the speculation. That's kind of ate up a lot of decent quarterbacks. So I like the way the Steelers are doing it, but deep down, I don't think Kenny's the guy. Maybe the season nine, episode 222, and the Steelers are in the AFC title game with Kenny Pickett, the star under the headline. I'll rue the we'll day. See. But it, you know, see the it. small the small hands and the gloves, not a good sign. But then I was I was impressed, you know, impressed with the way he plays. And like the Steelers replaced him with Trubisky pretty fast. So in practice, he must be way better. Uh, throwing because, you know, that's six years of experience. Not Sealer. We're starting this kid from Pitt who's not Dan Marino. He wears gloves. So we'll see. A uh, couple things, man, that uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars broke my heart over in England. Riding them hard, uh, especially just Trevor Lawrence. By the way, folks, uh, you can parlay same game parlays now i know there's some sites that don't do this some sites that do i was talking to c-mac and some other people about this but find a site that does yeah you know for spreads totals even small parlays uh and live betting now bet openly is the way to go BetOpenly.com. follow the bet.openly on tiktok or instagram it's the craigslist for sports betting it's definitely the future of sports betting you pay one percent juice instead of ten percent juice that means something that's normally minus 110 to win 100 is usually minus 101 to win 100 times that by every bet you make and you're going to save a lot, a lot of dough. But for same game parlays and all this other shit, if your site doesn't offer same game parlays right now and parlaying props from almost any game on the board, any sport, uh, we'll find one that does because again, you know, you're always going to do better with, with the, the more options. And uh, anyway, I, what do you use? Uh, I'm using while I'm out in BC. Anyway, when I'm out in BC, I'm using Triple Eight, so Triple Eight Poker, Triple Eight uh, Sports, whatever. It's got every option possible for stuff like that. Cash outs are pretty good. But you download the BetStamp app though if you're in Ontario, and they'll give you the best lines, the best value at every sports book. And use the reference code at Hughes Talking, all one word. Yeah, for props, you can literally, especially my prop of the day, thirteen and five. Hello, uh, it'll give you the best odds across the board. Whether it, you might find it, find it at minus 105 or minus 110, while it's minus 120 everywhere else across like 14 different sports books available in Ontario. FanDuel, the score, and DraftKings definitely do parlaying of same game parlays. It lets you parlay multiple props, multiple games. You can mix in the fucking World Series if you want. That uh, iGaming Ontario bullshit. You're lucky you're out in BC, man. It sucks balls here, man. Always double checking my location. Like I've moved anywhere in the last three and a half years. Fuck. What the hell, man? Well, I'm the opposite. Let, they actually have forget to about all the time. <laughs> forget about making a bet in Niagara Falls. Man, it's pinging everything, man. I got I almost pulled the bus over in Welland to me. You said Welland there. He's shout out Welland in the canal. I almost pulled the bus over on a Sunday morning to catch a line. <laughs> if we I'm have worried a, about getting pinged. If we have a look who's talker in Welland, please. Contact us via we DM. Do. We do. At Weird Mike or at Hughes Talking or we at do. Hawk Media. There's Who? Two. There's we have two. two. Oh, well, Hernsey, I guess, lives in Welland now. No, he does not. 
No, it two doesn't. females, Tamara and Sherry. I stole their that? phones on both of our lunch dates. They both reside in Welland. And um, Mike, yeah, Welland's a big place. Don't go looking for them, everybody. If you're new to look who's talking, by the way, Mike doesn't actually steal the phones and keep them. Like we have a joke where you steal steal everyone's phone. Oh, yeah. Subscribe to Look Who's Talking on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or Apple iTunes, and then give the phone back. So, by the way, let's keep that going. Uh, we appreciate all your uh, yeah, yeah. part-time theft for on, on our behalf. I, I think it's our most <laughs> successful campaign. Absolutely. Yeah, well, God was into it. Yo, we, God ra- was into it. <laughs> we raised over 2000 bucks, I think, something like that, for uh, Hughes Holiday Helpers, which we'll oh, get yeah, going yeah. again this year. Yeah, we're, hey, hey, we're, we're providing season. Christmas trees, Christmas dinners, and some gifts to some needy families around the greater Toronto area. Let's fucking um, keep going. Let's go, baby. Well, so, um, because I guess when I go November, shopping, as Brooke, as Brooke reminded me, it's November 1st. It's Christmas season. It is November 2nd, Jeff. It's the 2nd, as she also just pointed out to me behind the camera. <laughs> Trade deadline, bro. You got a winner. You got a loser. Uh, quickly ASAP before yeah, we quickly, transition. Yeah, okay. I think... I love Naheem Hines to the Bills. I really do. Hey. I mean, there's, there's a home bias there, but that's a great catching receiver out of the backfield. And Kenny, O'Bri- Kenny O'Brien's offense like likes to throw the running backs because with Josh Allen's arm, they keep play they played two deep safeties so much. So going into the playoffs, you want a guy like Naheem Hines because Singletary's a bit different. Also had some playoff success. Naheem Hines contributes to some positive culture i think um so you got the bills as the winner right with naheem uh tied uh hey I, one more i was really impressed with, uh, ravens getting roquan smith roquan smith does he just fucking feel like a raven he is a raven i'm so happy he is a raven week three of the nfl when i was still in survivor i boldly took the chicago bears to win a game it's great, which seems crazy. Which is, which is crazy. They just lost by 20 and et cetera, et cetera. But I watched Rokon Smith make 19 tackles, a pick six to win the game, a forced fumble, everything you could have imagined. He didn't miss a play. The Ravens, without doubt, won this trade deadline. I don't think this is like the Ray Lewis shit, man. Like, because he wasn't theirs from the beginning, I don't think he ever will be. But I'm going to dig up that tape, Huckster. I think it was week three or week four. I said Roquan Smith was the eighth best player in the NFL in a moment of hype. I'm going to upgrade that with the Ravens hype to the sixth best player. I don't give a shit who's catching or throwing a ball. This guy's changing games on the defensive side of the ball for a team that only won when they anchored on the defensive side of the ball. So I am jacked. I hope Hernsey's jacked. I'm impressed. I hope Dezina's jacked. Remember Dezina? Yeah, yeah. he's Jack. I got a cousin who just got married. Shout out Damiano, who's also a Ravens flock. Sounds like a nice pair of shoes. Oh, man, this guy wore the best. You might have remembered him at my wedding. This guy had white snakes since Damiano had the best shoes of 278 people at my wedding. How about that? Anyway, Ravens flock. Talk about it. (laughs) Does it sound like that? Big, Big futures. Big futures coming this week on the division. Because we're in short sight of a, a return. I hate the long stuff. But now, with that Bengals loss, which, you know, anyway, happens fast. Hey, where'd you get those shoes? They're really nice. Oh, yeah, I was over in uh, Milan. I picked up some Damianos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Look at that. Um, he, yeah, his I, name. That's not the shoe for the record. His name uh, is Damien Damiano. I, shout out, Damien. What's up, brother? Um, yeah. Uh, so did, was that a bit busy this weekend? Didn't uh, post the old super ticket. It lost barely with uh, everything else on the ticket hit except for Trevor Lawrence to throw two touchdowns. He threw one in the first quarter and then got picked off from the one yard line and the play before he dropped in the breadbasket, sort of a ring room and he dropped it. And like, this is still first quarter, the second guy, quarter stuff. The guy's indifferent, man. Everything the guy is not the guy. Okay. We talk about Kenny Pickett. We're joking. He's three games in Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is a year in now and or a year and a half now. He is the guy. And nobody's sitting beside him on the sideline. I watched him miss a snap at that London game. Okay. This guy was a favorite for the first time in forever. And he choked out a, a, an awful performance. These are, these are signature things. Remember college, you got the mojo, you got the coaching, you got the home field, you got, you got everything. Okay, anyway, when you lace up with 53 men, if they don't believe you, you're toast. Dude, I'm, but I'm telling you that might have looked the way it is. I don't see it. I think, I think him and Etienne and Doug Peterson. Etienne, just, yes. Oh, and they just traded for, for the gambling god of the NFL, Calvin Ridley, who literally bet on the Falcons to beat the Jaguars, and now he is a Jaguar. <laughs> Did they beat him that game? I don't remember. I guess it, was, it must have been four. Anyway, two, three, two years ago. Um, so is he going to come back? Is he going to play? Let's just assume. Let's just assume the Falcons won that game. It's the Jags. Is he, is he going to play? Uh, he, he, it's got the, all these stipulations. It's like a if let's say he never plays, it's like a sixth round pick. Uh, if he plays, I don't know. There, it, it can get up to a second round pick. Basically, if he kind of plays and signs a long term extension because he's back. Hey, you heard it here first. I'd rather have PJ Walker than Trevor Lawrence. Okay, write that down, Huck. Yeah, please write that down. We're going to talk about that. Episode 190. That's going to be hilarious. I'm not ready. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Still mad, he's still mad about the logistics. Eh? It's okay, Hux. Yeah, he's, he's like, bro, we're on a bus. I'm part of a bachelor party. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, you know, just I'd like to point this out. This group chat sounds really fun right now. Can we just shift everything up two hours? Uh, weird Mike's really, really adamant about this. By the way, can he come? <laughs> But the core, hey, I'll tell you, if I would have came, you guys would have been some sunlight tailgate. But the core is to ensure that the people I care about enjoy the maximum experience. So I may circumvent, but anywho. Week nine, Hugh. Week nine. Week nine. Woo-hoo. Week nine, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, I went two and four on my Hugh picks last week. Missed three and three by half a point. The Detroit Lions were winning 14 nothing and then still lost by four. Oh, I also had the ball the twice Lions in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, anyway, I've lost with them twice in a row. I will be staying away for a little while. Uh, we talked about winners of the trade deadline. How about the Lions being the loser? Just letting their only bright star walk? Uh, yeah, like it seems like if you're giving up on Hawkinson, you're also giving up on Goff because, like, yeah, you know, that whole. It does, doesn't it? Like, Yo. it's like, okay, we're going to kind of sort of reboot here. Goff's not doing it. Even though the first six games, first four or five games, they were scoring like 30 points a game. Patriots shut them out. I'm looking know. already ahead. At they the, ain't biting uh, any kneecaps. I'll tell you that much. I'm still looking. I'm looking ahead to the Bills alt line. Turkey Day, American Thanksgiving, circle on your calendars. Centennial will be rocking. Hugh, I might spring for a flight back home, buddy. I want you here real bad. All right. Yeah, I ain't driving um, again. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. 
But um, fuck Winnipeg. Bills, Lions, Turkey Day, Alt Line. Oh, it's brewing. It's oh, brewing. Yeah. Um, anyway, just yeah, we, we mentioned this before. It, uh, you can parlay same game parlays now. Pick two or three props from a couple games, parlay that shit together. This is where you can get those crazy tickets you see virally. So throw 100 down on your favorite thing of the day and then take 20, 30 bucks and make some of these super tickets. Winning a house is not as hard as it used to be. I'll make it, I'll put it that way. Winning a house just on a $20 Sunday ticket is not as hard as it used to be. Used to be you have to pick every game right. No, no. Now you can pick two or three stats, maybe one from every game, as many games as you like. Throw in the fucking World Series. Uh, anyway, just throwing all the stuff that you're most confident in. The list just went from about 200 to 2,000 as far as all the stuff that you can parlay together in the last like two years. Anyway, that's that. Uh, as I mentioned, <clears throat> uh, you know what? We'll talk about this after our picks, but I'll talk about a little Super Bowl future stuff and the Ooh. two teams that I'm smelling as getting there and two teams that you should bet on right now because uh, the, odds, the odds will never be better. Is the Ravens aren't one of them, are they? No, they're not. Because Vegas is giving them some credit. Like, so the, you know, the yeah. odds aren't really in their favor. It's, it's, it's a big move, man. It's, it's being totally undersell as defense, you know, gets lost in the shuffle. And um, anyway, Roquan. Roquan. I went one and two last week with my money lines. I'll be returning to the smash and sprinkle after Hugh picks whenever he decides. Let's rock. He it. still got honors. You doing it? Yes. Sir. Uh, QEO, we try. Let's get into week nine right now. You pick sports spread. We're doing this for six seasons. All, all six seasons above 500. We are one game below 500 right now. 23, 24, and one. Onward and upward, and away we go. Forza Titani, two weeks in a row. The gold pick hit. Two weeks in a row. Can't pick up three times in a row, but we are rolling with the Los Angeles Chargers. Minus three. Going into Atlanta to play the Falcons. Indoor stadium, turf, almost, you know, something the Chargers are a bit used to. Uh, not really worried about the home field advantages, you know. Kind of, are you? Do you really believe in this Falcons team? Chargers get a little bit of a break, and I think they reestablished reestablished themselves in the AFC as a playoff contender with a must-win game uh, against the Falcons. They got a tough schedule, so the Chargers coaches they know their jobs on the line. As Weird Michael tell you every fucking day, uh, this is a must-win. This Falcons Mariota team is a W on the Los Angeles Chargers board, and I think we're getting max effort, max prep, and uh, Justin Herbert will make sure Chargers win minus three. Austin Eckler goes off. Silver pick. Roquan and the Ravens are at the Superdome for Monday Night Football. Look, really impressive win last week by the Saints. And I think that's kind of enveloped this line into being two and a half and not three and a half. And I will take it. I just think it's recency bias on the Saints who had their definitely their best defensive and best game of the year against the Raiders. Kind of a weird one. Kind of throw that off the board. Uh, I don't see Lamar Jackson and the company getting blanked by the Saints, and I feel like the Saints' Andy Dalton offense going to have a problem against the Ravens. So I, I, I take Lamar to make sure, and I'm getting them by under a field goal. This is a team that likes long drives and scoring points, and I like how they go for it on fourth down to guarantee that win, especially when that win only needs to be by three points. I'll take the Ravens, Lamar Jackson specifically, to get this done, running on third down, 
Love it. Andy Dalton will struggle against the Ravens offense, a Ravens defense. All right, my bronze pick. Kind of going against one of my few picks teams here, but I think the market has somewhat caught up, and I'll take the Arizona Cardinals minus two at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Must win game for the Cardinals against the Seahawks. Obviously riding high. Uh, and I just feel like, look, I must win game for the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's ability to scramble, uh, throw in the home field advantage for the Cardinals. Uh, Absolutely. I love it. The look ahead line a couple weeks ago was even a couple weeks ago was probably three. Now it's down to two. Again, I think it's just too much recency bias with the market. Whereas Arizona and company should be able to get the job done here at home against the Seahawks. Seahawks playing great. But uh, before the season, this spread would have been six. I'll take three. Teams the same. Geno's playing great. Hey, by the way, props to Geno Smith. Great story. We'll talk about that after, Mike. I love this guy. All right, number four. By the way, all favorites this week. This might be the first time in two picks history. All six picks are favorites. Got to do it. A lot of parody in this league. I'm getting favorites, cheap prices. All right, I will take the Green Bay Packers minus three and a half at Detroit. Look, everyone's just still a little bit too down on Aaron Rodgers. Still Aaron Rodgers. He's been dominating the Detroit Lions since Huck was in diapers. All right. Uh, he's going to do it again. It's a must-win game. Great way to get back on track. And I think the Detroit Lions, after trading Detroit- Hawkinson, that feeling in that locker room shifted from hopeful to, whoa, what's happening to this team? You know? Very kind of dreary dreary night on Halloween for the Detroit Lions. Uh, so I, 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 it's not a good time to be Detroit Lions. I think the Packers get back on track and get a couple games closer to that wild card. They're still going to make the playoffs, I think, and I need this win to do it. Aaron gets back on track with a game that no one watches. Packers-Lions win by a touchdown. All right. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Traveling to Washington, take on the uh, Washington Commanders. Just announced, by the way, teams up for sale. That doesn't really affect the point spread here. But it's three and a half, and I just like Kirk Cousins in an environment he's comfortable in. He played for the Commanders. Sorry, played for the Redskins for like four years. Uh, and did well there. So, you know, that quarterback comfort level, not a primetime game, and the Vikings are rolling. Uh, just picked up another weapon. Does that really help this week? Doesn't matter. I don't think the Washington defenders can cover Jefferson company. I'll take the uh, Kirk Cousins and the show to win by a touchdown. Keep rolling. All right. And my last pick, I'm taking the Miami Dolphins minus five at Chicago. Sloppy track, weird game. But uh, look, I just, and even my chart disagrees with this one, but I just think Miami's receivers and speed are going to be a real problem for the Bears. I think the Bears, and I like the Bears. I like the, I like picking them at home. I think the Bears and their lack of offense could get run out of town. They just traded Roquan Smith. They just traded two of their best tacklers. Uh, so who the hell's catching these guys? So And who cares if you're a Bear right now? Anyway, I'll take the Dolphins uh, in a very sort of non-Jeff pick, but I, I like it too much. Minus five, I think, I think the Dolphins are going to win by two touchdowns. It's not cold enough yet in Chicago for this Miami team to get hurt by the conditions. How about that? Speed wins. Dolphins are going to crush them. Giddy up. Those are your Hugh picks. The Los Angeles Chargers minus three. The Baltimore Ravens minus two and a half. The Arizona Cardinals minus two. The uh, Green Bay Packers minus three and a half at Detroit. The Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half at Washington. And the Miami Dolphins minus five at the Chicago Bears. Giddy up. I like only your gold pick, Jeff. I don't dislike really anything, but I don't like 
anything really except the Chargers off the bye in the Georgia Dome, which isn't full, even though they're winning. I watched I mean, that Carolina game. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of empty seats. Um, fast track. Good spot for Herbert and the whole gang to right the ship. Perfectly timed by. Exactly. I think Eckler with his big quads, they'll yeah. run all over him. Yeah, the Atlanta spread thing, they didn't cover this one. I still got the PJ spread. I missed out on the big spike with the money line. But, yo, Vegas knew that was that was only a three-pointer. That came down. It's the same game. But um, Justin Herbert is better than P.J. Walker, despite my fondness. It's You're getting – the Chargers have never been lower stock-wise in the last two – like probably two years. You're getting them – you're buying low on the Chargers right now. It's nice. Okay. You want to know – here's a weird Mike stat for you, okay? I didn't – I actually didn't like the Ravens pick as you were making it. Weird. I skipped out the whole bronze – pick as I looked at what was going on with the Ravens. Why didn't I like this pick, Jeff? As I just preach Ravens flock. And then I total 180. The Ravens have three games. Three games. Okay? In 24 days. They had the Thursday nighter to the Monday nighter to the bye to Sunday. They are all in. They are saving nothing. For any of the, that's why the Tampa game I got down on. And you know what I changed? I like the gold and silver. I changed my mind. Wait a minute. So you don't like the Ravens? Because I'm just confused. I do, I do because like they, because they have I too much like rest. When I, I didn't like it. When you heard it. I heard it. But now you like it. And then I wanted to know why. So I gotcha. looked at the schedule and missed your entire bronze pick. Thank you for repeating it. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Folks, we give each other our picks live. This is shed talk. Okay. We don't bounce who we want. Like I want to know who he's really taken, right? And he's going to know who I'm really well, that, and, taking. And that's, and my, that's why my podium is the, is the picks that I'm going to make with my dough because I got, I got all three teams that I think are, are going to win the game by under a field goal. That's, I like dogs that I think can win and favorites under a field goal take all day. I think um, lucky break for Aaron to get the Lions at this time. Yeah. If he gets them any other time, it's feisty. It's tough. Anyway, I like it. Don't love it. Uh, mini wash. Uh, forgot about Kirk and his uh, commander days or you know, days. You like that? And, yeah, yeah. You do, I do like that to I the general like manager that. of the team. You like that? But I beg to differ. The sale of the team absolutely matters. Maybe not in the long term, but this moment, it has people questioning if they want to be there, if the new regime will. Those fears naturally calm themselves, but when you're shot, you know, day one with a new boss, I hear you. it's a little different on the job, right? I feel like I never had a job in an office. Neither did I, mind you, but I did everything for, American media. I did for eight months, seven months. Tell me. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. No wonder. Fuck. Front yeah. office. Everybody's complaining about <laughs> it's got your boy, you in there. Um, um, Bears, Miami, you mentioned sloppy track. I, I don't know what it's the weather is going to be like. So, but I, I don't like that game because teams off the the Bears acquired Claypool and got rid of Roquan. So I think they're going to need over. I think they're going to need Ro. I mean, Tyree Kill and Waddle is going to run all over this team, like in that secondary. Probably, yeah. Dallas just hung a fifty rack on them. This is what I mean. Like, if you got a problem with Dallas's receivers right now, like you got a real fucking problem with the Dolphins receivers. And I, I don't had, think. Uh, I don't think they're gonna put up thirty points again. 
Goddamn, Tariq Hill's on one, man, again. Yeah. Twice he's robbed me. Every week I've been playing 20 bucks on which receiver is going to get the most yards. And I had Michael Pittman all the way down the hill, finished second to Tyreek. I took DJ Moore in the Georgia Dome with that pass defense. And when overtime hit, I was selfishly kind of jacked. And then I looked at the stat line, and Tyreek's got another buck 90. So, um, lukewarm on the picks. Ravens, Chargers. I like them. All right, what do you got? What do you got? Saints Saints on Monday night, bro. That place is different. Andy Dalton on Monday night. <laughs> oh, isn't famous back? The guy was suited up. What, what's going on there? Are they not playing? I I read I read a report. Now you know I didn't read today's reports, but I read a report last week that Andy Dalton's going to start regardless of if Jameis is healthy or not. So they got three legit options to start a quarterback, and they're deciding on Andy Dalton. Is that that's what I mean? Like, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't know much for the Look, state of their, famous, their, la- their last primetime game was pretty ugly for Andy. All right, that that Cardinals game. They should just give Taysom the start and yank him after the first drive, just so maybe, it's not hung on Andy. Maybe they you should draft. Maybe, maybe they should have drafted a real quarterback when Drew Brees was rounding thirty-eight and like with a broken arm. <laughs> you ready for it? Weird yeah, pick. Absolutely. Back to the basics. Smash and sprinkle. And um, this is led by two factors. And it's the second one that's more important. Bills minus 12 and a half at the Meadowlands. Midnight has struck in East Rutherford, folks. Okay. The Bills need to create space and restore order. They are without a division win. Did you know that, Jeff? Without a division win. Matters. Matters. Obviously. Uh, Dolphins have been at their heels. This isn't even, the Jets took the wrong turn at the wrong time last week. They had New England on the ropes. There was a pick six in that game that turned the entire life of Mac Jones around. I think on season two or three, I mentioned, anyway, I'll get to that after the pick. Okay. If Hula wants to talk about Nathan Peterman, because <laughs> I got a reference. Okay. The Jets, wrong turn, wrong time. Bills, again, another relatively calm win at the Ralph. No, no real emergency, no stress pitches, if you will. I've been watching a lot of baseball here. This World Series got me going. I've been on Philly. You see that post, eh? Yes. I'm smoking. It's Phillies, baby. Big futures. Um, if it's not a blowout, if the Jets decide to come and play, I think the Bills D makes a play late to get the big number. Okay, I see it both ways. I don't see the Jets winning. I don't. And either it's a steamroll at half, and those boo birds are out, and they're they're glorious. Hey, they they're that's that's what they do best. Those Jets fans. Um, but twelve and a half Bills are on one. Want to put the foot on the throat of this up and comer? Even if it was just a Tebow like streak where they caught four or five, caught a little hot, got a scheduling break. Um. Division games are hard. The Bills need it. The Jets learned last week. And 12 and a half. It's a small number, considering a touchdown is worth seven points in my mind. Um, the Jets fail is the real reason. Wrong turn, wrong time. Sorry, Jets. And the sprinkle. You're going to laugh, Jeff. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Tampa Bay minus three. Hey, 
versus the Rams at home. Tommy Boy put the nail in the coffin, announced to the world that the divorce was finalized. He got the gloves off. They're off a mini buy and a three-game losing streak. Folks, the celebrity life happens fast. The news cycle has redone itself. Tommy Boy is coming out looking like that 46-year-old baby avocado ice cream eating revenge on his mind he's had two types of revenge in his face this year today he gets back that divisional loss to the rams which propelled them to the super bowl the rams are a shot fighter man they gave it their best against Seems like the team that team the niners which you know some people are they become very polarizing um Regardless, the Rams couldn't keep up. And now they're in a tight spot with a motivated and rested opponent. All this first place, you know, if PJ Walker, if that kicker makes the kick, Carolina's in first place. They must have said it a hundred times during the game that a three and five team that includes Tom Brady in the division would have been in first place. And you don't think this got back to him? Anyway, Tommy Boy, minus three at home, revenge. Divorce finalized. It's just a big, it happened. They hit rock bottom on Thursday with the short week. Nothing but a slow, I'm not saying they're going to steamroll them, but I see an arm's length victory, uh, a better game plan, and a shot fighter. Right turn and a shot fighter. Two things that I took from that. One, so the Bills are going to cover because touchdowns are only worth seven points. No, are, are because they're worth seven. Because we're seven only. points. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Field goals are worth three, by the way. If anyone's new to football, it's a great time to learn some stuff like that. And uh, secondly, Tom's divorce is finalized. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, like they, they, they five must... days ago. Does that have long it takes? Yeah. No, no. Uh, but yo, I got divorced on a napkin, bro. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> Okay, it doesn't have to be a long and arduous process. I don't think they're breaking up a billion dollars on a on a telling you when people want to get shit done, especially highly motivated, remarkably beautiful, intensely wealthy people. Remarkably beautiful. Tom is remarkably beautiful. They're both remarkably beautiful. They kind of started looking like each other. Maybe that's part of the reason they're aware gendered, because Tom started getting younger and Giselle was angry. Brazilians (laughs) are bitter. Anyway. That's probably it. Um, point is, is that when things matter, it gets done. And it apparently was probably getting done during this three-game losing streak. You think Giselle gives a shit that Carolina is on its bye week? You know what I mean? Like, these are just things that can contribute hey, to a lot. I, I pretty much always support betting on Tom Brady. Okay, because over the course of his career, he's won you 70% of your bets, probably. Just the way he kind of goes. So whatever it takes for you, Mike, to finally bite the bullet and be like, hey, this Tom Brady guy can win football games. Good for you. I stayed away. I'll kind of look, I like the buck. I'll talk, I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. I, I like the Bucks long term, like as in like season futures bets and like where they could possibly still go if, when they get healthy and make the playoffs. Uh, but I don't know how long this divorce thing is going to like sort of a, not affect his play, but just kind of hinder. If you say it's over, that's great. Okay. Uh, we'll see. And, but I agree with you. The Rams are shot fighter. I was going to have the bucks on my list. It was a late deletion, but uh, that's not a word. 
but fuck it, whatever. Y'all know what I meant. Uh, it was a dinner napkin, not a Wendy's napkin that I got divorced on. Okay. <laughs> it was one of the real long ones that got some backbone to it. I've had some crazy Wendy's nights in my life, you know? <laughs> it's a party. Hey, hey, where's the DJ? Can we change the tunes, sir? This is a Wendy's. Can you put your pants on, please? <laughs> Sorry, it's Huck's birthday. <laughs> Huck, we did a drive through backwards once. Remember that? I do remember that. You you did the drive through backwards. I, I had to order. <laughs> Huck ordered. <laughs> we were in Collingwood working Wake Stock. And I'm like, Huck, I got to do this drive through backwards. You're going to order. <laughs> it's like, all right. Those are tight. Uh, that's tight. That's it's impressive to get a. All right. So the official uh, picks from Weird Mike. Follow him at Weird Mike on Instagram. Um, yes. Weird Mike spelled M I C. He's got the Bills minus 12 and a half as the sprinkle. Smash. And there's the smash and the Bucks minus three over the Rams as the sprinkle. Giddy yes. up. Those are our picks. Uh, I'll be posting the prop of the day, hopefully going for 14 and five this weekend. Couple other things. Oh yeah, we're. I Mike. never, I never, I never announced my record. What's your record? I'm ten, ten and one. Hey, ten, ten and one. All right. Um, yeah, we got a winner with our look who's talking storyteller logger spread survivor Tommy G Clark. Uh, we'll email you from officefootballpools.com because I don't think I'm not sure if we actually know each other. Uh, so congratulations. Don't even know if you listen to the show, but you won our contest. You got five cases of storyteller beer that we're going to connect you with story, storyteller with, uh, send us your address. They can ship it to you. If you live in the GTA, we'll maybe figure it out another way, but either way, five cases of tall boys and, uh, congratulations, bros. Look who's talking spread survivor is over for the season. And we are going to blow up a storyteller logger, uh, contest for the playoffs this year whether it's touchdown survivor, whether it's just, you know, the straight picks that we did last year, very fired up about that. Uh, Visc, Hearns, and I think some daddy and sons uh, are currently the top three for look who's talking pick six to win a big, big prizes from team LTD clothing and betopenly.com at the end of the season. So our podium will be walking home with a lot of shit. Congratulations so far. And you guys have been crushing it. Uh, A lot of people participating, by the way. Uh, look who's talking pick six officefootballpools.com giddy up yeah also we started up anytime touchdown survivor again and of the 24 entries where mike did you have an entry last week no i didn't think I, so i okay. also forgot to enter uh, i thought so so uh a bunch of people got eliminated there's uh 13 left all right uh, brian heller survived with dalvin cook billy heller t higgins craig craig waits the Barbarian with Stephon Diggs from Buffalo Bills. Gunner Winchester with Derrick Henry. A lot of fucking people on Derrick Henry this week, by the way. When that touchdown hit, there was a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Huck Daddy. You were that on that. You, you announced it last week on the podcast. All right. So there's 14 I, I people did. still in. I got eliminated with uh, Jacobs on the Raiders because the Raiders scored no touchdowns. Zero. Fuck Which me. is uh, zero touchdowns is zero points. That's right. Just confirming to... Uh, a couple of X's here. Bedford, who's crushing it uh, on the look on the pick six right now, still uh, missed out on with Justin Jefferson. No one missed with Singletary. Devonta Smith, sorry, wrong receivers touchdown. Uh, guy there, Ogilvy. Anyway, uh, AJ Brown, Stewart four five seven got through with AJ Brown. Uh, Pabs with Pollard, Graham Lindsay with Diggs, Braley with Henry, Gargs with Cup. 
And three Ponic bars, by the way. Ed Ponic bar, Nick Ponic bar, and Phil Ponic bar all followed Huck Daddy with Derrick Henry, and the Ponic bars are through. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so it sounds like a polka band. Send in your DMs before one o'clock on Sunday, or if you're picking the Thursday nighter, send it in before that. Uh, the Ponic bars don't have Instagram, so they're texting me. That's all right. No, no, the uh, the youngins do. They follow the tour page. Well, fucking follow Houston. Look who's talking. They're, sons they're of active. Bitches. They're active. They're out there. They just want the free beer, Hugh. Yeah. And who doesn't like free beer and free stuff? Okay. Uh, into truth of the week. And oh, here we go. Truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Truth of the week, folks, is that it's really smelling like a Niners Bills Super Bowl, which is just. Kind of the Super Bowl we all grew up when we were kids, like people our age. You kind of always was was ready for the Niners were dominating the NFC in the late '80s, early '90s. The Bills were the Bills in the early '90s, and seemed like Joe Montana's Niners and the Bills were going to meet up, and they never did. But the Niners Bills is like this rivalry that could sort of feel like is happening, and it might happen this year. Now, how do we bet on it? Well, I think there's a couple teams in the way of this happening, and it's basically you want to bet on those other teams because the Bills is not good value right now. They're plus 240 to win the Super Bowl and even less to win the AFC. May as well just hedge against them. What did you say? Plus 240 to win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's it. They are everybody's runaway train to win the Super Bowl. You won't hear a pundit mention any other team to win the Super Bowl right now because they don't want to be called an idiot by everyone picking the Bills. What a weird world we live in where the Bills are like the football warriors who just haven't won anything yet, but everyone knows they're the best. And for real, who can stop them? Well, there might be a couple teams. And again, bad luck does happen, but I think the Bills will get there. I think they'll win. But hey, great to be able to hedge on them with a thousand bucks because you got a thousand coming the other way. And here's the bets that I'd like you to make right now. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus a thousand to win the NFC. All right. Or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. They're going to win their division, folks. They just are. All right? So they get to host a playoff game. Shit happens. And I think the only one that can stop the Bucks or the Niners is each other. As, as weird Mike said, the Rams are a shot fighter. All right? The Packers, if they can get in, Aaron Rodgers can win games. Bad team. But again, you don't want to play Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Plus 2,000 to win the NFC, by the way. Uh the Niners are plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. And those are the three NFC bets I think you should make. The Niners plus 1,200 to win the Super Bowl. Hopefully hedging 1,000 bucks or more on the Bills when they get there. But this CMC thing, it doesn't matter about their quarterback anymore. As Weird Mike said, when I was heavy on the Patriots last season and he was heavy on the Niners, basically screaming my face, this is men versus boys. That's what the Niners are with the NFC right now. Men versus boys, except for maybe the Bucks. I don't think anyone could stop them. So, the three bets I'm telling you to make: Niners plus twelve hundred right now to win to win the Super Bowl, and then Tampa Bay plus a thousand and Green Bay plus two thousand to win the NFC. I think those are the only three teams that can come out of here, except of course for the elephant in the room, the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, again, I think this team is making baby steps, as in I think this team is going to soar to an incredible, you know, incredible. Uh, 13 and three, sorry, 13 and four, 14 and three season, get the one seed, get the bye week, eat some of their own soup for two weeks straight. Just like we've seen the Ravens do from a couple of years ago, the Titans do from a couple of years ago. And then they eat some of their own soup and then some feisty wild card that just is already playing playoff football embarrasses them at the link. 
and they learn their lesson and they go into next year as a heavy favorite. But that's what's going to happen to the Eagles. I'm sorry to admit it, but that's what's going to happen. So it'll be the Niners, the Packers, or the Bucks who fucking do that. Take advantage now. Three futures for you. Our futures have been fucking red hot. Going to do a uh, rundown next week. But literally, if the Giants win one more game and the Broncos lose one more game and Devonta Smith gets one more touchdown, nine out of the 10 futures we gave you preseason have hit. And it's not even the halfway mark. So I'll settle down. Sorry, but that's pretty cool. Um, All right. So uh, those are your three futures. I think that you're getting great value on right now. Bucks and Packers have never been lower. And uh, Niners, people haven't caught up yet with really how good they are with CMC. God, God bless your soul, Hugh. You watch the Packers get kicked around and spit out of the bottom of the porn industry like fucking Ric Flair or God knows who. Yep. And you just decided to tell everybody that you know yep. that loves our show to put money on them to win the Super Bowl. No, to win the NFC, two plus oh, 2,000. The, okay, okay, okay. Very good. They're plus 5,000 in the Super Bowl, but I just, if they can make it to that <sighs> NFC championship game or the playoff game before that, you can hedge, especially if you got them like 100 to win 1,000. That fucking, this is the way the playoffs can get really fun when you just have these 100 to win 1,000, 50 to win 1,000 bets, and you can just be like, okay, 300 on this team. Here's a, that guarantees me 300 bucks. Play some same game parlays and fucking away we go, and it's all free. Um, so as you wandered into the futures, I just yep. was about to make my on-air classic weird Mike steam bet on the Ravens to win the division with Roquan and everything we talked about. How about their minus 350, Jeff? Oh, my God. That's too much. Yeah. that's the, Yo, that's a serious leap from a coin flip last week. Um, I don't like um, Bill's minus. That's a lot. That's too much. What, what's Regular the Bills to win the division? What is it? Minus twelve hundred. Oh my god, it's insane! Yeah, no, no way. Well, that—that's I actually do see that happening, but uh, of course. But how about Huckster? How about we kickstart the Derrick Henry MVP train? Is that too late, Huckster? What's this guy got to do? He just ran off for two twenty. What if he catches hot here? Now's the time. There's he's lots only plus of time left lots of time. Tell him, Huck. He needs more touchdowns. He's got to get he like needs a- more respect. Is what he needs. Okay. If he hits two thousand yards again, does he really need more touchdowns? Like, yeah, I can't, if he does it, it's over. Like, I don't know. Like, every game's not against Houston, and he could get to Mars with Houston Miles. Like, hey, you see that? All the memes were out. I want to give a big shout out to the Titans, by the way. Two gold picks in a row. Yeah. Two three digit bets in a row. Four is a time. Like and you don't like. And him. I don't like them. And I don't like them. <laughs> but they got too disrespected in Vegas and just was able to capitalize. But. The t- just just throw this out there. What do we say on the show, folks? What's the Cincinnati Bengal rule of this show, folks? If you can win your division, you can win the Super Bowl. It's a sh- short tournament. And I don't think they're going to do it. But again, your hedging ability, if they just win that first playoff game, the Tennessee Titans to win the Super Bowl right now is plus 4,000. Who's who's That's gonna- the money. So you, you take them plus 4,000, they win their division, and then they get like the Ravens or Bengals or Dolphins coming in, you know? And there you go. Love, you got a plus. I would love to see them play the Bengals again. Yeah. Well, there you go. So plus 4,000. And then you can just hedge. Here's yes. fucking, here's a grand on whoever they play the Chiefs, Bills, you know, whoever they play and, and probably lose to next. Anyway, I got a bonus pick here, real quick. Yep. Real quick. Um, I told you celebrity life happens fast. 
maybe the weirdest celebrity of them all, Weird Al. The movie, Weird Al Yankovic. How about that? He's got a movie, a biopic played by Harry Potter himself. Daniel Radcliffe is Weird Al in a remarkably accurate biopic debuting on Roku. I'm Weird Mike. I just canceled my Friday plans to get a jump on it, to have a review for you all next week. But, yo, no lie, it's got some Oscar buzz. It's got Daniel Radcliffe, a total transformation. You think Harry Potter and Weird Al ever in the same sentence? That's how you get an Oscar. Hey, That's how you get an Oscar. Hey, folks, if you're too young or whatever, if you're weird, you never grew up with Weird Al Yankovic, go YouTube some of his shit right now. Turn in hardcore rap songs and all these other type of songs into parodies. He turned Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, rest in peace, by the way, uh, to Amish Paradise. Producing lines still sung in the back of drunken taxis all over the world to this day. A local boy kicked me in the butt last week. I just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek. <laughs> um, you know, Weird Al was on Jimmy Fallon and he thanked Coolio for allowing him to to do the parody. Yeah. Um, because his career was on the flat line. That Amish Paradise resurrected him to another album or two and you know, another, another decade of relevance. So anyway, Weird Al, baby. Roku. How about that? Roku and Roquan. Woo! Uh, big shout out to done, Gina done. Smith, by the way. Probably, you know, just a great story. It's, life's going to knock you down sometimes. You can give up on your dreams or you can just fucking work hard. Get a little better and be ready for your next opportunity. I don't know. Uh, great guy to look up to, I think. And just a great story in the NFL. When you got guys like just taking money and, you know, kind of resting on the bench, Joe Flacco style or, you know. Eventually, Russell Wilson style, probably. I think Geno Smith's a nice story. Seahawks are a nice story, and you can feel that energy. You can feel that vibe. It feels like the 2012 Seahawks all over again. They trade Russ, and they look kind of smart for doing it. Uh, a lot of stuff. Keep sharing that podcast. Keep listening. And by the, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of the Look Who's Talking community. We, we couldn't do this without you, or else we'd just be talking to ourselves like we were back in the shed. And now we got a microphone. Uh, on behalf of Huck Daddy, Weird Mike, and Leslie, uh, that's Look Who's Talking 132. Anything for Shut the Huck Up? Go Titan. Who's that? Titanic! See you later. Thank you.